mean, I feel like the only way to really have fun and be happy on earth is to have purpose. Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to the 95 Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan McCollin. Episode 4 starts right now. Yo, so today we have a very special guest in the building. Actual rapper out of Barbados and entrepreneur, Mr. Tef Hinkson. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, bro. How are you? Man, bless. I bless, buddy. So, Tef, for the yeah. people that might not know... Because I got a lot of followers are entrepreneurs not here based in Barbados. Let them know. Can, can you take us through the journey from young Tef to now? Tell, tell us your story. All right. So when I first left school, like I went to Harrison College. And after fifth form, like, you know, most people stay for sixth form. But I went to BCDC to do an associate's degree. Because, right. um, yeah, I just wasn't about that kid life. So I went and did an associate's degree in business studies. But... And that year that I left, I was still pretty close with people at AC, obviously. Okay. Just spent the last five years with them. So my boy, back then, Russell Broom Webster, you know, we used to play basketball together. So he just wanted to be to chill too. So one day he just called me and he just played some music that he made on his his computer with cool edit, um, a computer mic, and a hanger with a stocking cap over it, a pop filter. And I was like, yo, this is pretty hard. And, I, you know, I was always a guy at school. I was into music. I was always singing everybody's songs, annoying people singing, other things, especially dance hall, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, bands, fine enough. Anyway, I did it one time. I did a rap verse, and it just made sense. We ended up doing, like, 14 tracks on this computer. Oh, nice. And it ended up, like, being a viral thing at school. So, you know, I spread at school. Everybody was into this. And that was probably like, the first time like I did anything in life where I had like such an across the board reaction of yo this is so hard like you know what I mean so yeah. I guess that was like a sign that it was something that I was, was meant to do and from there I never looked back let me see what happened next in my journey I looked with Menem who was also uh, he also went to AC okay um yeah, we have million dollar music, you know, the rest stars, I need a moment, you know, launch a career. That's like 2011, 2012, maybe. Yeah, that disassembled, that ended up being no more, moved on, had to reconfigure, got signed a production company in Toronto called Island Indigo. Yeah, that, that that's pretty much the story. And no, I'm here today, Island Indigo, you know, we got into the gear of things, we caught our we call it chemistry and our bearings and everything and you know everything's starting to flow right now nice man definitely I see you rolling out some nice music bro like not gonna lie vibe like you I appreciate and, it dog crazy like I just wanna know alright what's your wife for doing it like why are you doing music I know, you're, I know you're based in Toronto between Toronto and here so what's he what's he what's he end goal for Def I mean, I feel like the only way to really have fun and be happy on earth is right. to have purpose. Or you're just gonna, you know, you're just gonna be idle, anxious, you name it, thinking about all types of things. But if you're busy, if you're busy behind something that you're meant to do, or at least that you f- you feel like you're meant to do, at least because yeah. who knows what you're meant to do, right? Um, you know, it just it just gives you a different feel for life and. I always figured that what I want to do the most would be the best way that you can impact right. the world, right? So, 
I just try to, I see myself as a kind of like a, a middleman of vibes. I know you. Of, you know what I mean? I, I, like for, for We Don't Wait for the Summer, for instance, that's a song where I designed it to sound like a party song, radio song. You know what I mean? If you're not listening, that's how it feels. But if you're listening, you know what I mean? There's a lot that you could take in from that song. You know, there's lyrics to that song. So I see myself as that in-between guy that... Because, like, I find that, you know, a lot of preachy people kind of only appeal to preachy people. And they don't appeal to the people that need to change. You know what I mean? That need to be affected by the change. So... But I feel like, you know, I, I felt like that was a missing thing there. Like, there, there needs to be, like, an in-betweener here who could appeal to you as by understanding certain things that you like, but still, you know what I mean, being able to bring these concepts and perspectives to you to make you think as an individual to head in a pro- progressive direction. And then you talked about what you're working with Minim, and then you work on another project, and you know you're with Island Indigo, right? Um, can you just touch on well don't touch just you could talk about the importance of having a team um having not just having a team but having a team that's functional and go from there man i learned that firsthand a million times i probably could be called crazy because uh <laughs> it's if you like do if you repeat something more than once yeah. and expect different results it's always because so i had i had times and years of not having a solid team and just not understanding why I can't execute the way I want to execute, even though I'm putting in all this work. And even though I knew better, like, you know this, you know, I did a bit, like you said, I did a business studies, um, associate's degree, I did a management, bachelor's, like, I, I, I understand, trust me. But for some reason, it's always easier for, I don't know if it's because I'm a Gemini, <laughs> this is a Gemini thing, but it's always easier for me to project myself onto others rather than myself so like it would be better for me to plan something that is not a passion project because then like my brain segments into this side that just should pay more attention to certain details anyway point being a team is so necessary like right now I, I can tell you all the members of my team I have a I have a manager I have a booking agent I have a road manager I have a lawyer I have an in-house publicist, or in-house PR person, loosely. I have a photographer, I have a videographer. What other team members are there? And then, like, a street team, of course. You know, you need some influencers that you're cool with. Don't, don't go reaching for people that you don't know, you know? Just think of all the cool people yeah. that you're cool with. And, you know, they got some type of influence and taste. That people look at them for a certain taste that, that you know, relates to you. And you could just worry a street team, your friends, and people. Um, yeah, those are all the team members I can think of right now. I'm sure the whole stylist. Yeah, so that so that's very important. Think about if I was doing all of those things that I just called myself, it would never it would never work, right? And 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 we see a lot of stories of people that we just see pop up and we wonder like how oh, they got so much love on so many numbers and like 85 percent of the time those people were just perfectly planned to look it's true, like it's just, true. you know like it just blessed from somewhere but it was it was just meticulously curated and we don't even know it just fooled us and we feel like whoa we're part of the journey whoa I just discovered him exactly what he started with it was all planned 
they would go just yeah. go viral. And I would like to zone in more and more on my team, you know, and you know, um, we're doing well right now, but I, I see the best managed people in the world like Drake, like those guys made no mistakes. Solid team, but that that also comes with being like the biggest product too in music, right? It's easy to assemble a team that you need. Producers and engineers. Sorry about that. That should be the first thing I call. It's a production company that I'm a part of a piece, right? So yeah. Shout out to the producers, man. The most underrated part of music. Now, double team, right? How how important to you is is the chemistry in the team? Is that important to you in terms of I know all all aspects only working cohesively together in the first instance, but how important is chemistry between team members? I think uh, for the most part, the chemistry is very necessary unless it's like a mundane task. Like, uh, let me try to think of <laughs> one real quick. Um, like the person on your team that even a, like a, your account, you don't need to be, you don't need yeah. to have a chemistry with your accountant. You just need to know that they're uh, credible. And, you know, moral. That's that's really what it is. You don't really, <laughs> you don't really need to be, you know, have a chemistry with them. But anyone that you're working directly with, I think especially the process of making the art, that's the most important part. I always like to do that, especially you know, back at and back at where I am doing it. I, like I'm more sure than ever, you know, the reasons why I did it. Did music, you know, for the love, for the impact, for the uh, difference, for the inspiration. So I'm back at that artful part so I kind of like to deal with the art first whatever I'm feeling and then conceptualize the business around it after because uh, I, I, I kind of try to do both for you know some periods of time and it didn't really, it didn't really work for me. so you mentioned that you did I, I didn't even know you had a bachelor's in management man but you mentioned you have that but how impactful if at all was that on your career as a rapper actual rapper in the music business yeah, well, the most important part of, that, of, of both those degrees was marketing for me. Like marketing, I got, I got so much perspective. That marketing is probably my second passion. Like after music, if I wasn't doing music, I would be into marketing. I would probably want to be like a creative director at my own marketing. Oh, nice. Or a company that I'm a part yeah, of or something, you know what I mean? But yeah, it, I mean, it helped me in so many ways, understanding working with people. We had to do so much group stuff. So understanding working with people and then all the like human, I, f- I feel like I can't help but think human behavior when I see people. Like, that's, that's another thing that I like a lot. I, I feel like I, I feel like some type of human <laughs> behavior. I feel like I could like chill with you for half hour and break down your whole, like tell you things about yourself. It just, you know, it's just a thing of mine. I like to, I like to, I guess and it comes from me wanting to understand people and give them a chance and know know why they are why they why definitely. they are who they emotional are. intelligence is key always definitely yeah I think so I think emotional sensitivity too as an artist right how do you and your team go what building a brand what what y'all look for I know some people look for numbers engagement etc what do you look for and what's the process in building your brand. Well, I will talk about brand, but I don't really like to talk about brand as it relates to me in interviews because that's like speaking from the back end right, of things. Right. I'm like, you know what I mean? There's so many listening, so I can't really be like, yo, 
This is how it works. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about let, let's talk about Brandon. How important it is uh, and the process of that. That's see the question you asked me earlier about chemistry on the team. That that's a very important part of Brandon. If you don't understand the artist and the type of artist that like the realm they should be in as far as production, target audience, uh, subject matter, uh, brands that would align with the type of artist that you are. You know what I mean? The different niches available for the type of artist yeah. that the artist is. Like if, if, if people aren't aware of that, then you're not going to find the best opportunities for the artists on that team. So chemistry is very key. See somebody like Chance, the rapper, you can tell that his whole team gets it. Like they knew him from inception. Because his brand is different, but they understood exactly what to do with him to get yeah. him to where he is today, right? Um, so brand brand is very key. Um, understanding analytics, having somebody on your team that does, yeah, analytics is very important with brand because if you see if you if you understand your engagement, you, you know the numbers, the numbers that you want to get to, to have a large following that you gotta know to manage your the content on your social media, right? Um, a lot of people don't understand monetizing as like prevalent as this is in the world. Like I was in LA earlier this year, all my friends, they do yoga. Not all my <laughs> friends, but like a, a set of that was <laughs> like he, uh, him, him and all his people, they do yoga, all these girls. And like, they, they, they all got like 70,000 plus followers, probably like 100,000 oh, plus man. right now. Uh, on Instagram and like if you chat like their post is never they're never gonna post like a picture yeah. of their daughter or a niece or, or their dog or you know what I mean it's always a yoga pose a yoga instruction video or announcing an upcoming yoga retreat something it's all stuff that you target market that is specifically about yoga and he and this was he, he particularly was out crying yoga. So everybody had an out crying yoga following him and he played the most best looking photos of poses, well curated videos, nice music behind them for the, for the audience that he's in from LA. And they make so much money, they monetize, pay their rent, get clothing like every week. Um, you name it. And this is something like pages could be doing right now. We got like the photographers, makeup artists, all those people got strong brands and brands. Who else? Who else has numbers? Um, but you know, yeah. And then like you know, the models and they're, they're just people that they have a following. That every time they make a post, there's a certain amount of engagement, which is comments and likes. And there's a, just a certain following that a brand, like for instance, let's say Rico Maserati. You see what his numbers are like? Crazy. He got like he was like he got like a hundred thousand views in two weeks on a song. And which is at like 300,000 now. Yeah, when well, he makes a post on Instagram, you know, you, you know uh, I need to be talking in these details because it, this is something that I'm already like aware of and this this feels like me going remedial, but it got, like Barbados is so not into analytics and how much it matters. And I'm trying to just really push it out there how much this matters in the larger world this is the world so you could come and complain about whatever whatever if you don't fall into that social currency that we laugh at when we say oh she's doing that for likes ah, likes and just likes 
who wears our social currency. So yeah, somebody like Maserati, you know, so you bring like a pair of sunglasses or like a belt or like, you know what I mean, a pair of shoes, a clothing brand, you know what I mean? Like, and you get him to post it on his feed and or endorse it and be posting it like a couple times over a period of time, like you will definitely have a full target of people that are into that specific thing because it's part of his lifestyle. And boom, just like that, your product has mobilized. People don't understand I mean, that. I honestly, I think people, we you know, you know how it is here in the Caribbean, we always last and get on the, on the wave, right? But the power of data on a whole and just people that can understand the data to, you know, to convert that to, to revenue. That, well, that, that's saying that, that, isn't even, that isn't even done here in the Caribbean, you know, so. And <laughs> solve the jobs in the world. So, I mean, I don't know, boy. I mean, we, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't want to tell you either. I don't know. I just told you. So, I know before we before we start recording, we talking about turning one source of income into multiple sources. I know you do that very well. Is that premeditated or is that any moment? Definitely premeditated. Definitely premeditated. Like uh, music, it's like people still people that aren't keeping up with the information. Generally speaking, music is like marketing for whatever you are otherwise. So if you are a pure musician, you better be really good. You better put on a really good like light show. You better put like really good quality music if you want to make bulk of your money right. from music. Because that's your really market with real people doing things and like you know what I mean? I'm not saying don't strive for that. You should. You should definitely strive to make the best art. You should. But on a backup end, you gotta look for streams of income that's that just naturally occur with what you're doing. So I got maybe don't wait for the summer hat. You know that that's something that I set up to make sure that I make money, not only for myself but also uh, I got some others on the team making money from that hat. Kind of like you know, so yeah, everybody, everybody can go benefit eat. from it, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, those are just things I think of. So that in the interim, you know, we're making bread all the time, and, and they got a good model for that because they sell in Brims in Toronto. You know, to go, you know to go to get that tough merch. I mean, we winding down now, so we come into the segment where we're a current segment on the show, quick fire inspire. Because basically, this show is. For anybody that doing something out of the ordinary, any entrepreneurs, any artists, you know. So, giving people three pieces of advice, real quick, to inspire them when you're ready. And all that I've done in this last six years of my brain taking away how to do music, how to make it, and understanding life in through all of that first main thing I would say especially of recent that is very very prevalent to me is that the real key to happiness is to enjoy giving we come up in a world that makes itself involved right which you know you gotta strike a balance don't get me wrong because you got yeah you gotta take care of yourself you gotta take care of your family all these things but 
if you if you want to be happy while you're doing what you're doing, if you don't get a joy from giving, then you 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 actually aren't really that moral or righteous or whatever word you want to use. Like if if it doesn't make you feel better to to lose something and give to somebody that needs it. I don't know if you can really experience true happiness. I think all you would probably be a materialistic person that has a lot of short-term joys. Or if, if joy is a word you want to use. So number two, boom, number two. Artists, let me see, something for artists and Barbados. Just because you think you are good does not matter. You don't deserve anything. Nobody is. Nobody has to give you anything. Nobody has to play you. Nobody has to say you're hard, even if you actually are hard. You gotta get <laughs> to work it. You gotta make things happen. Like yourself with your team. And you gotta structure a team that believes in you so you can work efficiently. But no matter how good you are, most of the time it's a team structure. You may not see it as a consumer, but it's a team structure. So that's number two. Number three, Go by one, maybe we don't wait for the summer hats. <laughs> LTFheadwear.com. It's a great summer hat. It will keep your head cool. You know in Barbados it's hot all year round. It's like silk. It's pre silk mesh. It's a dad cat made of silk mesh. It's not a trucker, like, you know. It's like a you've never seen this type of hat. Keep your head cool, perfect. Seen it in the club, seen it in the water, seen it everywhere, like, you know. Nice. Man, thanks, staff. I appreciate it for real. Thanks, sticking time. The company's sure, you know. Like and watch the podcast too. Keep it up, bro. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, just, just let people know where they can find you. You can plug wherever you want, plug here, you know, do your thing. Yeah, you can find me at Taff Hinkson, T E F H A N K S O N. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Facebook is Taff Space Hinkson. Um, I have a website, taffhinkson.com. But you can go look for my music on iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, Amazon, Google, you name it. Um, what else do I need to plug? Yeah, man, just live a purpose. Yo, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening. You just heard that Taff Hinkson interview. The quote for today comes from Milton Burl. If opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at the 95 Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. Catch us on the Apple Podcast app. And let's keep it going, guys. Have a good one.